Hey everybody, it's me, Stu Helm, a food fan, back with a segment with my friend Rick Krillian, the world's greatest eater. Rick, how are you doing tonight? Today. Doing great, well, Stu. Good morning. Time? Good morning. What time is it in Candler? <laughs> it's 9.01. 9.01. It's, it's that time here in Nashville too. That's so weird. It is weird. Um, well, thanks for joining me so early, Rick, and um, we're just going to Keep it pretty basic this time. We're going to do the wing thing, and then we're going to do what did you eat. You ready for that? I am. Okay. Well, Rick, uh, since you – well, let me just ask. Did you have wings this week? I did not. I didn't think so. And the reason I had this premonition is because you told me earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Rick, it's a good thing that this is not Squid Games because he had one assignment. Get wins, and you failed. I failed. We know what happens to people who fail on Squid Games. We Squid do. Game. But you, you said you didn't know what that was. You were like, is yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. So, TV do you have to eat Squid? No, there's no. As far as I can tell, there's not any Squid involved in Squid Game. But it's on Netflix, and I don't want to do any spoilers. But Don and I are watching it right now. We've got two more episodes to go. So don't anybody give me any spoilers either. Yeah, boy, you've had a rough week with spoilers. Oh my God. I posted, I <laughs> posted on Facebook. We're watching Squid Games and people were like, at the end, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I took that post down, put up another post that said, I had to remove my Squid Games post because y'all were giving me spoilers. And somebody put a spoiler-esque thing in there. You know, they weren't like super spoilery, like this person dies in the end, but they were like, one of them was, it goes off the rails at the end. And I was like, don't, don't even. Did, did they say Rick doesn't eat wings this week? Yeah, they did. And he was eliminated. <laughs> Player number 002 was eliminated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it's, it's quite a good show in my opinion. I do like, uh, dystopian futuristic type, although it's contempt, takes place in contemporary times. It's quite futuristic in a lot of ways. Anyways, it's a good thing that the wing thing isn't a squid game is my, all opinion. right. Cause Rick. You'd be dead. No more spoilers. All right. So I did get wings this week. Yeah. Me and my my friend Micah and I went to uh, – I'm sorry. No, it's my friend Patty and I. I have, I have too many friends. I'm going to be eliminating some of them soon, right? So, yeah, the best behavior. Um, my friend Patty from Asheville Food Tours and I went to the new uh, Mac Daddies or Daddy Macs. I'm not sure. I always get it crisscrossed. I don't know which one it is. Okay. Uh, reference to 1990s pop group yeah. crisscross, one of whom was named Applesauce. <laughs> you remember those two little kids would wear their pants backwards yeah. and stuff? Yeah. And one of them was named Mac Daddy, I believe. Um, even though they were like three years old. Uh, but anyways, uh, so I went there with Patty and I got some wings and Rick, according to all of my standards, they were good wings. Uh, they were cooked well. They came right off the bone. They weren't overcooked. They were crispy on the outside, meaty enough. They were on the smallish side. I don't know that that necessarily means they were from a small, like a family-run farm or not. And uh, I I got the smoked wings. Now, I, I did order – their menu, I have to say, is a little bit confusing. I did order the smoked, smoky buffalo wings. Right, it says right okay. there, smoky buffalo wings. And they're listed right underneath the smoked wings. And I pointed to the smoky buffalo wings and I said, I'll have the smoky buffalo wings. 
the server heard I'll have the smoked wings. And so they showed up and they were just plain. And I looked at Patty. I was like, do these look buffalo to you, man? And he was like, I don't know, maybe, I guess. Um, and I <laughs> hit one and I was like, these don't seem buffalo at all. Like if these are buffalo wings, they're the weakest buffalo wings I've ever had in my life. You know, my mind playing tricks on me, like trying oh, yeah. to convince myself that these straight up plain wings are somehow buffalo wings. And I, I was like, no, these are just like salt and pepper wings. And they were good, so I wasn't really complaining about the flavor. But when the server came back, I asked, are these the buffalo wings? And she was like, you ordered the smoky wings. And I, I just left it at that. I didn't yeah. argue with her. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes yeah. it's best to do that. Yeah, because yeah, like, if you argue, they're going to bring you a whole basket of what you wanted, probably. And then you're like stuck with a double order of wings. Which, hey, there's worse things in the world, but, you know, I have limited space in my stomach. Yeah. And but I'm gonna I'm gonna give the wings, even though they weren't what I ordered, they were quite good, and I'll give the wings a nice solid three out of five, maybe a three point five out of five. Alright. Yeah. So that's Wait, that's the wing 3. thing. Three point five? Really? Three point five. You know, I don't usually do fractions. <laughs> it's the only time I allow myself to do fractions is when I'm rating something, not when I'm judging something. Or okay. The judge wrangler, like, I'll not give this one a nine point seven, just give it a ten. Um, yeah. But anyway, so that that was my wing thing experience this week, Rick. And um, so I live to play another episode of Wing Thing. I'm sorry that you and I are going to have to say goodbye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh crap! I'm trying to not say that anymore. Everybody, Rick just hung his head in shame for those that are listening on the radio. But maybe we can talk the guards out of it. Well, we have some plans to remedy that situation. Yeah, so. we're going to a place now. That's you referring to the Village Porch sent me yeah. such an enthusiastic invitation. Like, oh my God, this like Stu. Like, super humble. We don't know if you'd ever come, but please come. And if you do, it'd be such an honor and stuff. And so I had to respond and be like, of course I'm going to come. I just have to wrestle up a, a ride. And I immediately thought of you, Rick, because I thought this sounds like a Stu and Rick style adventure. Adventure. And this is a, a way for me to have atonement for not eating wings. That's right. This is your punishment. You have to give me a ride. You're not allowed to eat any wings. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Right. The village porch is up there in Reynolds Village. Have you ever been to Reynolds Village? I've driven by it. Um, it's in Woodfin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm afraid that I've driven by it is probably the most frequent answer to have you ever been to Reynolds Village. It's a strange thing. It, you, it's, you'll see when we get there. Well, it's, it's like a gated community or something, right? It's like yeah, a... Yeah. yeah. There's no gate. But There's no gate, but it's a... Retail yeah. and restaurants. and Yeah. It's kind of like a little tiny version of Biltmore Village, which is the same. Oh, retail okay. and restaurants on the first right. level and then offices and apartments and stuff on the other levels. And so there's been a lot of businesses that have tried to make it out there but have not made it. And in fact, the village porch has taken over a space that was occupied by a brewery. And you know that the brewer, that the brewery, I think was just like, we got other locations. Let's just pull out of here. But Reynolds village is kind of, I used to call it Potemkin village because it looks a little bit like it was made to impress visiting dignitaries, but there's no, like nothing. Right. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but um, I, it's it's actually kind of cool up there. I don't mean to deride it. It's just a little. I people need to go visit it in order for it to be popular. So I would love for people to go take a look at Reynolds Village, and of course, you and I will report back on our village we will. adventures. All right, Rick. Well. I'm since I did most of the talking in the wing thing. I'm going to turn it over to you, and we're going to go right into what you eat. And we, you and I, did talk last week, so you got a week's worth of eating in between. And Rick, what'd you eat this week? Uh, from uh, restaurants, let's see. I did uh, my usual, very very Candler centric as usual, and kickback centric. I uh, I had some Sandhill Kitchen. That was amazing as always. Yeah. Um, that was, I can't remember what, I can't remember exactly right now what I had that day, but, um, uh, oh, I got, man. we had friend visiting, like I got her a big salad. Oh, and, um, yeah, uh, I'm totally, I'm totally spacing now. That's okay, Rick. It's I can't remember. Morning. Yes, it is. It is early. Just suffice uh, to say, Rick went to Sandhill Kitchen. And yes. Something delicious because it's all delicious. Yes. Oh, and, and part of that was I was actually interviewed while at Sandhill Kitchen. La-dee-da. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, um, a writer for Our State Magazine was doing an article on Sandhill Kitchen, and uh, I was there to, and picked up some stuff, and Jamie had me talk to her about being a, a local fan. So. Yeah, like her biggest. It's like yeah. the, you were the ringer. In the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Sandhill Kitchen, and then um, see Friday, I I ordered, uh, I got takeout pizza from Galactic, and that's when I almost ordered wings because oh. they have really good wings. Uh-huh. And I wasn't feeling it. I was like, I got a big pizza. I was like, is that enough food? Yeah, enough food. So, so I did that, and then um, I had an amazing meal on. Um, it's either Saturday or Sunday night. Whenever my power went out, I think it was Sunday. Um, uh, or no, it was Saturday. I went to, uh, Griff's Kitchen and Bar in Candler as well and had a nice sample of his new fall menu, Chef Ian. That was wonderful. And, uh, and yeah. And then last night I made a heck of a, uh, I'm going to call it a curry chicken stir fry. So pan Asian. Nice. Yeah, and it turned out really great. I did a yogurt marinade on the on the chicken, um, and then stir fried that, and then stir fried some veggies and had some rice. It was wonderful. So. That sounds fantastic, man. Did you use um, spice wall of spices or anything exciting like that, or you just throw together your own curries? Uh, the the marinade was just uh, yogurt, uh, a big heaping tablespoon of garam masala spice. Um, and, uh, and then I did a red onion and garlic puree mixed in with the marinade. So it was quite tasty and it was a quick marinade, only 30 minutes. And it really gave a nice depth to the chicken. So really wonderful. Yeah, man. That sounds delicious. And then, and it used a tikka masala, uh, finish sauce. So. Wow. That sounds awesome. I, whenever I try to make curry at home, it's a giant fail. It's like. Uh, I'm just gonna go into the restaurant. <laughs> you know. I, I I'll have to uh, share with you the the brand of sauce that I use because okay. it's store bought, but it's very good. So. Okay. I used to actually get these frozen um, dinners that were I think they were called Tandoori Kitchen or Tandoori Chef or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. They're, They're pretty good. Really good, man. They yeah. taste a lot like 
restaurant, like average type restaurant, Indian restaurant food. Um, ain't no chaipani or anything like that, but it's pretty no. decent for a frozen meal. I think they're called Tandoori Kitchen. I'm not sure. I, th- I think they are. I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. but yeah, so, so Les, Les gave me a nice compliment last night. She's like, I love this better than anything at Mela. And I was like, damn, Rick. All right, folks. Well, I'll be booking a reservation at your house soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and is that everywhere you ate this week, Rick, and everything you cooked? Pretty much, yeah. Road? It was yeah. all it was all cooked. Otherwise, nothing yeah. really noteworthy. So. Yeah. Well, that's that's great. You're you're out there in Candler. You're doing the Candler thing. You got your two main staples, your pillars of the Candler food scene right now are Sand Hill Kitchen, Griff's Kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't hit Docs at all this week, so. Docs is, that, is Docs is not actually in Candler, or it is, or is it right on the board? Well, all three are in Candler technically, Candler. but but Docs is right on Smoky Park Highway, so kind of like in the heart of Candler, if Candler had a heart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Candler has a heart. It's got a heart. It just doesn't have an epicenter. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of kind of spread around, but uh, but no, I've been eating a lot of barbecue and. You know, this weekend, I'm on a team at Knuckles Deep Barbecue Competition in the Rad, being uh, sponsored by The Wedge and um, some folks affiliated with them. So, yeah. yeah. Well, is that open to the public? Something that everybody can It is. It's open to the public. Uh, I think the public uh, consumption and judging, people's choice and all that, will be Sunday afternoon, like starting at noon. Okay. So, yeah, it's uh, free the free the public. Uh, there's gonna be lots of swag. Uh, I'm doing uh, the. We have like six categories. Our team has to provide food for, wow. and I am <clears throat> I am doing the uh, uh, freestyle category, and I'm actually doing something non-traditional. I'm doing um, uh, tri-tip roasts, smoked and then reverse seared, and then I'm gonna. Do a savory one, and I'm gonna do a spicy one. Nice, Rick. And I don't know anything about this competition. What are what's it all about? Is it for charity or? Uh, I believe it is associated with a charity. I don't I don't remember the exact one offhand. It may be kind of a global, just you know, helping the community charity sort of thing. Okay. But uh, it's it's I want to say they've done it for several years now, and this they're anticipating their biggest turnout yet. Because sure. mainly because of the pan- they didn't have it last year because of the pandemic, but now everybody's out and about. I think I think we're gonna have a lot of folks. So yeah, that seems to be the way it's going. Like everybody was so starved. For- yeah. So yeah. knuckles deep barbecue competition. Google it. You'll find the website. Okay, and it's happening Saturday and Sunday, but it's open to the public on Sunday. The, co- the cooks start Saturday evening. Like the, my team that are doing brisket and stuff, they're gonna be up all night doing that. So. That makes sense. Okay. So. Well, pretty exciting. I'll try to make it down on Sunday. I, thus All far, right. I have no plans for this. We are the, our team name is the Ham Hawks. The Ham Hawks. Okay. Well, <laughs> no matter how good or bad anybody else's barbecue is, Rick, you're, I'm going to check right next to your name. Uh, awesome. Ham Thank Hawks. You. All right. So people go check that out at the Rad. Rick and his team, the Ham Hawks, competing against how many other teams? Do you know? I think there's around a dozen. A dozen teams cooking in six different categories. So holy moly, a lot of stuff. Lots of food. Lots yeah, of food. Lot of stuff. Uh, ticket price on that? Do you know? I don't know. 
Okay. Well, we can all look it up. I'll Google it after we yeah. recording, and I'll find. I, one. I think it might even be free. I think it, okay. you know, like a donation kind of thing. But free to get in and maybe pay yeah. for the barbecue once you're in there, type of deal. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. Well, Rick, that was great. You ate a, two of your classics. We're going to pull you out of Candler next week and get you to some other yep. restaurants and stuff. Um, but uh, I, I also ate at some of my favorite places, so a little bit of repetition, but also a new place for me, not new to the people of Asheville. So I'll start with that one. I went to Ziggy's Deli. Now, a lot of people might already know that I went to Ziggy's Deli because I posted about it on Facebook. And the post got a lot of reach. Like these days, Facebook is pretty stingy with the reach, but this one got quite a bit. And uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. Ziggy's Deli, Ziggy's Bakery in Deli out there on, uh, I think it's on Hendersonville Road. Once again, I never pay attention to where I'm going. <laughs> and uh, I went, this time I went with my friend Micah and I got the Philly cheese steak and it was banging. Rick, it was like maybe the best Philly I've had in town ever. And I've had some really good ones. And people will be like, you know, that's a cheesesteak, not a Philly, about just about any picture you post of a Philly. And so I'm, I'm not, I don't often call them Phillies. I call them cheesesteaks usually because I just don't want right. I just don't need that aggravation in my life of 500 people. <laughs> not a Philly. Um, but this one, I would fight anybody who says it's not a Philly because it's on the Amarosa bread that they, they actually import to make the subs there. It's, oh, wow. it's got the chopped steak, of course, and it's got onions, no peppers, cause that's not in a traditional Philly. That's added to a cheesesteak. And, um, then there's, uh, you can get it with cheese whiz, American cheese or provolone. And I prefer American cheese, but it's so hard to find cheese whiz on a, on a, anything around here that in a restaurant that I decided to go for with cheese whiz. Or sometimes people say wit whiz, um, which means with cheese whiz, but then people will also say whiz wit, which means cheese whiz with peppers added. Um, now, a million people going to comment saying that's all wrong, I'm sure, and that I don't know what I'm talking about. But I, all I know is what no, I've, I've heard about the cheese whiz thing. Like I had a, I had a, uh, uh, a, I have a friend who grew up near Philly, went to college around there, and she's always about the cheese whiz on the Phillies, on the Philly cheese. Kind of depends on your neighborhood and where you had your first Philly, from what I understand. I've never been to Philadelphia, so. Hmm. But uh, this one had cheese whiz on it, and it was de-frickin'-licious. I loved it. Now, later on, did I find out, and I guess I should have known this, that cheese whiz is a Kraft Foods product, and I don't eat Kraft Foods products um, because of this <laughs> massive lawsuit I had to deal with where they sued right. over a made-up name I was using, a name I can't even say on the radio now, Rick. Wow. That's the terms of the suit. And Gangster. Uh, yeah, screw them. So I'll never eat their products. And that's part of why I can't ever have a cheeseburger at H&F. They use Kraft Singles. Yep. And now I can, <laughs> never have, I can never have a true Philly with cheese whiz. I'll have to go back to my American slate and hope that they're not using Kraft. There singles. are alternative cheese whiz brands, I believe, but I don't, I don't know. What's the point? It's, it, it's, you know, it's cheese food products, which is something I try to avoid. Yeah, it's not like it's good or anything. It's yeah. just kind of fun. And it does have a really nice flavor. You know, I'll give it up 
to that. There's a lot of craft products that have good flavors, but I still don't eat them, Rick. Um, so it was a super excellent experience up at Ziggy's. I also got, they, I, I went intending to get the Philly. And then when I got, when, before I went, they posted a picture of their meatball sub online. And I was like, it's like, I'm getting that too. And, uh, <laughs> and boy, howdy, that was so good. I know like a meatball sub isn't going to get the juice that a really good Philly will get online and stuff like that. But this was like, I grew up around great Italian uh, pizza places, like run by Italians, also run by Greek people and run by Portuguese people, a lot of Portuguese people in uh, Massachusetts. And um, so I, ate, I grew up eating great pizza, great subs. And this one really brought back a lot of memories and had pretty nice nostalgia factor for me based on the flavors. And cannot recommend this meatball sub enough. It was delicious. I'm craving it right now. I, I can't wait for, I hope, 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 hope that they will sign up with Kickback so that I can start to eat their food more often. Nice. Um, and where are they located again? Oh, Rick, you're always asking me questions. I Just rough. Are they downtown? Are they? No, they're out of town. They're like a 10. Oh, Hendersonville Road, you said. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're in, they're in the same plaza as Wild Ginger, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, which then asked me where Wild Ginger is, and I'll be like, it's in the same plaza as <laughs> Ziggy's. Yeah, I literally just watched the trees go by. I, I, uh, I'm trying to make an effort to pay attention to where people are taking me now that I'm doing more of this adventure dining, right? I know that people are going to be like, Stu, where's the village porch? And I'll be like, it's Ask Rick. Yeah, um, there we go. Yeah. So, man, you, you must be one of those people that's all about the self-driving cars. Oh, I can't wait. That's the only car I've <laughs> And you get in and you start checking your email on your phone and, and you, oh, and then you go, Oh, sorry, car, take me to the restaurant. And then the restaurant says, Yes, sir. And off you go to the resty. Um, yeah. One day when I'm super old, I'm going to have like a self drive, one of those little tiny ones. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Well, hopefully they'll be like taxis and they'll just come to you when you call them by kickback. Oh, that'd be great. Like I wouldn't even have to own one. I'd just be like, send the self driver. That would be great. All right, Rick, I'll try to make that happen. The future is now. Yes. Automatic it is. cars and stuff. Pretty soon. Maybe I'll just wait for a hover car. Automatic self driving. George Jetson. Dun, yes. Dun, exactly. dun. Until then, I shall not drive. Um, Rick, I also went to Sovereign Remedies and I've been there a couple of times in the last few weeks. And I don't know if I talked about it last week. Don and I doing our snack and saunter where we went to three different restaurants. We do this thing downtown called a snack and saunter where we stop at three different places. Don will have a low alcohol beverage or a glass of wine at each place and we'll share a small plate or two. And we did it last week with a friend. It's a super fun way to, to go to, to do downtown. It's a great way for yeah. locals to do downtown, especially on an off night, mm -hmm. like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. Downtown's not very busy, so I recommend the locals go down there and do this snack and saunter thing. And we met at Sovereign Remedies, and I want to really emphasize for the people listening that Sovereign Remedies right now has an awesome little menu. It's not very long. It's like just a short little menu, but it's full of great food, both veg forward food which they kind of specialize in as well as a lot of meaty dishes including i think a pork belly and a burger oh wow nice yeah <clears throat> and we got two dishes that were just phenomenal 
like one of them was a Caesar salad and you know maybe the word phenomenal is a little bit of an exaggeration for any salad but it was a great Caesar salad made with freezy and a little bit of radicchio so it had some chew and some crunch and some bitterness to it and it had white anchovies you can get it with or without white anchovies are really good Mm -hmm. as opposed to the like ones that are the color of a plastic army man um and uh they, and so this caesar salad i recommend very highly but then the big recommend and i'm serious like this is a seasonal item so get on it like i i want everybody to go try this because it was so good it was their spaghetti squash wedge and the word wedge frightened us a little bit we were like is it gonna are we gonna have to take this thing apart when it shows up or like what's the deal with the wedge aspect but that just meant it was cooked as a solid chunk but it was cooked to the point where it just fell apart as soon as you oh yeah and it had a delicious sauce that it came with and all kinds of nuts crumbled up on it and i'm telling you it was one of the best dishes i've had all all 2021 wow just a little side dish, you know, we split it three ways and it was just like ding, 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 cut it into three chunks and ate it up. And it was, it was awesome. Can't recommend it highly enough. And also Sovereign Remedy has been making a lot of nice mocktails lately. And I had a nice mocktail. So people who don't want to drink alcohol, but you want to experience something a little different than a soda or a glass of water can uh, enjoy a really nice mocktail at Sovereign Remedies. And then from there, we actually walked over to Session Cafe to do the same thing, like cocktail, bite to eat. But they were closed for a special event. So then Don just had an urge to go to Manicomio. And so not usually one of our snack and saunter stops, but we had a slice of pizza and she had a glass of wine. And the pizza at Manicomio was still great. I almost dropped an F-bomb right there. I'm trying not to <laughs> swear at all, but... It's still great. Like, it was just so satisfying. We just nice. sat there and ate a slice of pizza and chit-chat a little bit. It was great. So I still very highly recommend Manicomio Pizza. Why do I use the word still? And that's because, no secret, that the one of the owners, Mike uh, Napolitano, retired and sold to his partner, John. And John's great guy, and we wish him well. But I was a little concerned, oh, what's the place going to be like without Mike? seems to be just as good as ever. So good, good. don't lose any faith in Manicomio just because Mike's not there. Um, and then for our third stop, we went to Yukaya, Japanese smokehouse. And Rick, the food there is just continues to be exemplary. And yeah. just like strong finish, super strong finish. And it, it leaves us kind of close to walking home as well. Um, and then, uh, Oh, what, what I was going to say is that the, I had a dish at Yukaya that similarly to the spaghetti squash is what I'm going to guess a very seasonal dish and highly, highly delicious, like wow factor to their uh, smoked pumpkin skewers. And Rick, they were just so tasty. They had some miso sauce that they came with and mm. they were, Oh my God. Like I couldn't get a good picture cause we were sitting outside and it was dark but um, I want to go back just to get this dish before it comes off the menu because, you know, it's pumpkin, so it's going to come off eventually nice. and, uh, and take good pictures of it. But I cannot recommend this dish highly enough, just like the spaghetti squash. Like, I just – I kind of want to do, like, a squash tour of downtown Asheville. And have <laughs> squash it, games. 
There you go. We'll see who survives the squash game. Um, but yeah, so spaghetti squash at Sovereign, the pumpkin skewers at Ukiah, and I'm just sure everybody's got some squash on their menu right now. In fact, my next thing on where I ate was I got delivery from Kickback as well, and I got it from Storm Rumbar, which mm. is not a cheap delivery, you know, it's kind of, it's pretty expensive to get food from Storm delivered. But I I wanted to get it. I'm just you know, put on my big boy pants or whatever you want to say and did it. And boy am I glad I did. It lasted me three meals for one thing. Um it showed up and I was like, huh, it looks small. But that's just because it was in big boxes. I really do uh recommend that restaurants use boxes that are the same size as the food they send out or else your customers are going to be like, that looks small, even if it's not, because that's how I experienced it. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. I got it on a plate. I always plate my food when I get to, or not always, but when I'm having nice food, I'll plate my food before I eat it when I have delivery. And once it was on the plate, I was like, no more room on my plate, still a bunch of food in my boxes. Now I see there's plenty of food. And I got the, I got another radicchio heavy salad so a bitter salad but this one had some squash in it like cut into slices and roasted i think and a lot Mm -hmm. of sweetness was brought out of the squash and it went really really well with the radicchio Mm -hmm. so i recommend that salad you'll notice ever since i got my cholesterol report i'm I'm reviewing more salads and that's because yes (laughs) i'm like oh what do i want for my side oh fried okra oh no french fries wait no can't have anything fried oh get a salad and i I am finding that salads can be very enjoyable oh i love a good salad yeah that's the the key word being good A boring salad is just whatever. I feel like it's like taking your vitamin pills in the morning or something. <laughs> Gotta get this salad in me because it's green. Um, but then, like, for my main dish from Storm, I got their braised brisket. And I thought of you, Rick, because you and I often talk about the crust mm-hmm. on a brisket and how sometimes brisket can be dry. You know, crust being good, dry being bad, although I have come to appreciate dry brisket to some degree, because there's so much of it around here. Um, but this was braised, and so there was no crust at all. It was just all okay. melt. Like, you just cut through it with a fork, put it in your mouth, and it melts. And, mm. dude, it was so, so good. It had, like, a a turmeric-based sauce that it was in. Okay. So a really slight curry flavor, like... Mm-hmm. At first, Don and I were like, is this a curry? Like, we couldn't even really tell right away that it was curry. And eventually I was like, based on the color and the flavor, I was like, I think it's turmeric. And then I looked on the menu and sure enough, it was listed right there. There And it came with braised greens and um, fried pinto beans. And so, yeah. Now on the menu, it said fried garbanzo beans. And so I'm going to guess they ran out of garbanzo beans and subbed out some pinto beans. Now, for me, for me, that's great. I do like garbanzo beans, but they're pretty low on my list of, of beans that I'm interested in eating. Um, but pinto beans I do like. So, boom, that was a plus for me. And uh, and then the greens were just cooked perfectly, like very soft and velvety without being total mush. Nice. 
So really excellent delivery experience from a pretty high-end, high-priced restaurant. So I want to encourage people that are mostly eating at home and doing delivery still for pandemic reasons or whatever reason to not be afraid to every once in a while spend those big dollars, take, take a chance. You know, sometimes you, you will get something that's not as good as you had hoped it would be. You know, that's just life. But uh, I've ordered some pretty expensive meals from some pretty nice restaurants around town and they have been excellent, even though it's delivery. So I would recommend that people try storm and try to get that pork, uh, that brisket while it's on the menu. Again, the storm menu changes very frequently. All right. The only other food I ate was from food tour. I've been doing Wednesday night food tours and we go into a lot of the restaurants that you and I have already mentioned. And so let me just say last week at storm, they gave us their smoked Turkey and apple mac and cheese. And it was really, really good. Like kind of a little kid dish in a way, but so delicious. And I think it had cheese. Their mac and cheese game is so strong at storm. Totally. They got a, every time the new menu comes out, they, they have a new version of their mac and cheese. So like, I don't know. We haven't had a mac and cheese challenge in this town in a couple of years, but maybe we should uh, try to and have a contest. There you go. I was just reminiscing about some of the contests with Luis. Luis and I are working on a taco competition with Shea Brown. So everybody can look forward to that. Uh, Want to have like a dozen taco vendors and just people's choice only, no judges panel on this one. And uh, my concept is to have a tally board so that when people vote, we actually mark it on the board so people can watch the real time. Yeah. Race in real time. So I think that'll be fun. I was reminiscing with Luis that for a year I did uh, several food competitions inside the offices of Dig Local downtown, and there was no no public participation at all. It was just a panel of judges, and at the time we worked with Takeout Central. It was before they got bought out by a a larger company, and so we would just – I'd set it up with the restaurants, and they would have like six portions delivered to the – Dig local offices, and then I would portion them out for the judges and stuff. And that was fun. And we did mac and cheese. And pretty sure that Foggy Mountain won the mac and cheese competition. With no. the kitchen and a close second, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. So those were fun, and they were a little easier than trying to organize a whole, like, tickets and audio. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Focus I might, on the food. Yeah. yeah, I might do a couple. I might do some of those. I promised my girlfriend I would stop doing events because they stress me out so much. I actually asked her to kick me in the taint if I did another event. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can say that on the radio. But I think you can. I'm going to try. Um, so <laughs> I might have to wear some protective undergarments because <laughs> I'm working on some of them. You're going to need a codpiece. I am. A metal one. One of those <clears throat> Muay Thai cups. Um <laughs> I also asked my friend Patty Riles to do the same. So oh. coming at me from every direction, Rick. Man, yeah. Patty's <laughs> a big boy, too, so I won't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That'll register. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm working on – I'm already working on the Food Fan Awards show, the Taco Throwdown, and next July the hot dog, uh, punk rock hot dogs will be back. So – I don't know if my if the pitch of my voice goes up a little bit over the course of the <laughs> next year, 
no, no, I have suffered a series of blows from my closest friends and loved ones. Um, tainted events. <laughs> tainted events. Oh man, Rick, you're going to the penalty box for that one. <laughs> All right, Rick. Well, so you and I are going to get together next. No, this, this, this Friday. This Friday, and we're going to go to the Village Porch. It's yeah. a sports bar. They they excitedly told me about that slash warned me about that. They don't know how I personally feel about sports bars, but I'm not a huge fan. Um, too many TVs bum me out. But, um, you know, knowing that it's a sports bar, that's we're going in with that in mind. And also knowing that other people love sports bars, I'm not going to go in and judge it on the <clears> fact <throat> that it's a sports bar. Yeah. You have to look at global appeal. Global appeal, right? I'm I'm here to report, and and you know I'm not here. I'm not these days. I'm not a person who goes in looking to shit all. Oh God, I said a swear. Looking to poop all over the restaurants. I just go in, and you know, with an open mind. Yep. Rick, now I'm upset. Nice try. Nine thirty-eight, buddy. Nine thirty-eight. All right. Well, that indicates that we should probably wrap it up because we're. 38 minutes into a 30-minute recording. Is that correct? I would think so, yeah. All right. right. Well, that's eight minutes over, Rick, which is fine. I'll just I'll just take time away from Micah. Don't tell him. <laughs> All right, man. All right, buddy. Thanks for joining me, Rick, and I'll see you soon when we go to the Village Porch. Yep, and we'll have less to report. So until then, wings up. Wings up, brother. Bye. All right. See ya.